Warning, Lost Time Podcast may be graphic or disturbing to some viewers. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to the new episode of Lost Time Podcast. Uh, my name is Jay. Uh, today, we're also joined by uh, BJ. Rada, mm. <laughs> um, rada. So, that not that your character? No, that's... Is that your character? That's from Chowder. No, uh, Justin's name in um, the D&D is like rah, 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 or something like that. Oh, I don't know. Mine's Tard. Oh, no, in the new one. The one I under. haven't made one. A you got, you got to make a name. Blowfish. <laughs> okay. Blowfish. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about Bermuda Triangle. Also, uh, if you have a personal story, feel free to... Send it into the Gmail. It is losttimepod at gmail.com. What kind of personal story? Whatever, like a ghost oh. or um, haunted or like... I crashed into a pole once. Well, I mean, that's not the story <laughs> I'm looking for, but uh, um, yeah, any personal stories, you don't have to put your name. Just uh, send it to the email and we'll read it on the pod. We have not got one yet, so uh, please, you know, start sending them in. I can in. make one up for you if you want. No, I want, I want a personal story. I want a juicy story. Even if you have your name on it, like in your like your Gmail or whatever, your name, I won't even really look at it. I'll just look at what was typed. Um, I might look at it. No, you won't. <laughs> uh, so we're going to be talking about Bermuda Triangle. What are your thoughts on the Bermuda Triangle? Is it some sort of place that allows you to teleport through different dimensions? What happened to that Malaysian Flight 370? Did it get stuck in the tri- triangle? Did it get swallowed up in a superstorm? Did it crash land? What is the mystery on the ghost ship that was found adrift with no crew on it? What happened to the crew? They probably died. Yeah, that, something happened to them. Well, what do you think happened to the Malaysian flight? The one where they found the black box? No, this is the one that it was in the news. It was happened. It happened yeah. like a couple years ago. They found the black box on it. No, they didn't find anything on it. We're talking about two different things then, because the one that I'm talking about, they no, found the black box. didn't find anything on this. Well, so here's, I read this a while back, so if it's a little bit wrong, oh well. Um, so this is what they think that the Bermuda Triangle does, because they thought that it was about 50 to 20, 50 ships, 20 airplanes that got lost. Oh, there's a lot more than that. That's what they can calculate. They don't know anything other than that. That. It's what they don't know about the Bermuda Triangle. Anyway, so there's apparently vortexes under it. Yeah, um, um, methane. Yeah, which is why the signals go out when they go into it and why they've lost control of stuff. And But why would it be only that part that would have it? You know what I mean? There's – I have why it's um, why it's only that area. I wrote it down. So we'll There's, get to that part eventually. Yeah, we will get to that part. Well, did you um, know eels swim towards the Bermuda Triangle? Yeah, because uh, yeah, the Gulf Stream has periodic uh, methane eruptions, and that will produce regions of frothy water that are no longer capable of buoyancy. So that's why in that area is so, everything so sinks. common because everything's you get trapped in that bubble, yeah, and then sinks. it just it brings you down instantly. Yeah. So there, that's why there's no like. Radiant mayday, mayday, you know. The ship's well, why would the, why would there be? Why would it only be that spot? You know what I mean? Like, because 
there's a uh, so there's no place on the rest of the world where that there happens. probably is. I mean, the amount of ships that have went down. I mean, it's the most not, highly not record, traveled for, but this like, is the most highly traveled place because for it goes shipping and stuff. for shipping and export yeah. and import and stuff like that. Well, but did you know eels when they go to uh, like electric eels when they go to repopulate, they swim towards the Bermuda Triangle. I did not know that. How do you know that? Don't ask stupid questions. You don't want to know. I wanted to get electrocuted by an eel once. What? Long story. Anyway, why would they? Why would electric eels go there and not normal eels? Maybe that's just migration. That's where they get their electricity. What from Atlantis? That, that's under there. Atlantis is in Africa. No, actually, there is people that theorize that is underneath. Well, actually, we'll we'll get we'll get, into we'll get all, to that in yeah, a little bit. Yeah, because that's there's some well, I theories. Can, I, it's not. Yeah, I there's, guarantee. There's some theories. It's on in it. Africa. Um, I don't know why. Because Africa used to be the most like wealthy with water, lush forest, all this stuff. But now there's no water. Atlantis dried up. That's why. Boom. Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh. What is the Bermuda Triangle? The Bermuda Triangle, or some may call it as the Devil's Triangle, is a legend around a triangle in the sea where some have, some say have taken many lives, many aircrafts, and many ships. They simply vanished and disappeared. The disappearances have been claimed to have been dated back to the 20th century. The triangle is very wide. The corners are Miami, Puerto Rico, uh, and the Bermuda. In Bermuda. These points, if you were to draw a line, would create a triangle, triangle, and that's how they got their name. Now, there is some stories. I mean, there's there's hundreds of stories of people, um, even per, like personal planes or personal ships or whatever, that uh, have had things go wrong and they've made it out or they've been seeing things and stuff. But there's some there's three stories or three or four stories that I have written down. Um, that were interesting to me. There was another one that was a, the JF, the USS JFK or something like that, where they seen a UFO or something like that. I forgot to write that one down, but that one's very interesting too. I have the USS Cyclops. This is one of the most known. Also, Flight 19 is the most known case in the Bermuda Triangle. The USS Cyclops was the second of four Colliers. I don't know if I said that right, but bear with me. Built for the U.S. Navy before World War One, It was the single largest loss of life in the U.S. Navy in non-combat history. As a crew of crew and passengers of 306 vanished without a trace. Sometime after March 4th of 1918, the, the Cyclops was carrying 11,000 tons of magnes ore to produce munitions it was claimed to have probably sank in an unexpected storm, and that was the cause of the disappearance of the ship. Now, some believe otherwise, and it had to do with the Bermuda Triangle. Um, and there's some... I have a theory of why this ship sank, um, and I'll get to that after it I had finish. a hole in it. No, uh, I'll get to it after I tell the story. Iceberg. <clears throat> Yeah, it was like Titanic. Uh, the ship was set out to sea from Rio de Janeiro on February 16th of 1918. It would enter Salvador on the 20th of February, two days after it would depart from Baltimore. No stops, straight line, straight to its desolate destination. Now the ship was claimed to be overloaded, 
with the ore before the departure. Commander Worley had reported that the starboard engine has a cracked cylinder, and it was not in working order. The U.S. eventually began to notice as day by day went, and there was no USS Cyclops. Two months after the ship failed to reach Baltimore, the U.S. Navy announced on flipping page uh, that the Cyclops was lost at sea and the crew was lost. Still to this day, the ship has not been found. No wreckage, no oil, no clothes, not even a distress call. The ship, if the ship was going down, they would have enough time to at least send a distress call. Um, one researcher of the Cyclops believe it could be sitting in the deepest part of the ocean in the Trench of Puerto Rico, which is 27,000 feet below surface. On October 11th, oh no, this is a different one. So my theory on how this ship sank. And it says that there's a line on ships that you can't go over because, like, it, it weighs too much. And this ship was way overloaded. One, it's overloaded. Two, it doesn't have a starboard engine because it has a cracked cylinder. So it's not even running correctly. Um, if it were to encounter a significant storm and that ore shifted to one side, it, there's, no, there's no way. It's going to sink. It, that it's that's a lot of weight, or that uh, they got into a bad part of the the storm and the wave went over the ship, and they could that you know they didn't have enough you know torque or whatever at, at like a car, but they didn't have enough force to get through it and it just swallowed them. Well, the researchers say that there's like waves that are a hundred feet high. Yeah, so I mean, so if like, they don't, yeah, if they don't have enough, it could just get swallowed. They're called rogue waves. They're like. They're huge. It's also, and this is another thing, the magnetic waves in it, or the magnetic forces, my bad. Um, if it was that, I'm assuming it was metal. The ship? Yeah. Uh, I think steel. Same thing. Yeah, but yeah. It's still going to be have a magnetic. Yeah. So if the magnetic forces are very high in the, which I can't test because I'm not going over there. I'm not. Not, you don't want to go to Bermuda Triangle? <laughs> no. What? Do you think I want to meet Amelia Earhart? No. I do. <laughs> we ain't got... We're going to see a corpse. She's like 100 years old, isn't she? Yeah, but I want to see the plane. Like, damn, that's crazy. How are we going to fly the plane? <laughs> no. It's I... wrecked. Well, yeah, I mean, at that point, I'd be in I, there as well, I so I wouldn't it. be... Yeah, how we're not surviving that. Exactly. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. Um, Either way, it's just like... They had, there had to have been something. There's nothing. There's no, there's no. There's no way that nobody can get through it. Well, no, I mean, there's people that have went through it, but. I mean, get to it. Get to the ship? Get to the Bermuda Triangle and find everything. Well, no one's found anything. That's no, what I, people have been looking and then no one's found anything. I know, but that that's the problem. But like, that would be because if it's 27,000 feet, I don't know exactly how far we can get. But let's say we can get 10. I mean, they still got a long ways to go before they could even see anything. And it's so, you know, it's so dark down there. You can't really... Turn a flashlight on. Okay, yeah, but you can't really see anything down there. I mean, it, look how long it took to find Titanic when it sank. Huh? Yeah, we found it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it, it took a while for it to, to be found. And then there was one other... There was a sister ship of the Cyclops that I believe was sank, and they did find that one. 
But where was it? Uh, they just found it in the ocean, in a deep part of the ocean. Oh. But the thing about these, um, the mag- these magnetic ships, waves could make it hard to find shit. And another thing about this ship is these ships, when they're carrying this ore, it was eating away parts of the ship and making it not shipworthy. And they shouldn't even let the ship go out if the engine was not up to code or whatever. They should have had it docked and had it it. fixed it. Yeah, and fixed it and then sent it out that way. Hmm. Yeah. Do you have anything to add before I go into the next stories? I didn't know about that ship, so no. Oh, okay. It's like the most... When you look up, uh, like, disappearances... I would assume that the most would be Amelia Earhart. That didn't, it wasn't even in here. Mm-mm. Uh, so another story, which is pretty interesting, it's a story from Christopher Columbus. Sailed the ocean blue in 1794. Something about 92, On October of 1492, Christopher oh, yeah. Columbus reported seeing a strange light during his first voyage across the transatlantic. He described it as a small wax candle, and it rose and lifted up. He thought it would be an indication of land. Uh, He reported seeing this on three different occasions, and his compass was pointing in the wrong direction, and it was going crazy. It would just spin and not even give a location at all. magnetic fields. Yeah. Uh, And then we're going to get into one of my favorite ones is Flight 19. Mm. About 2.10 p.m. on December 5th, 1940, 45 flight 19 five tbm avengers they were torpedo bombers departed from u.s naval air air station in fort lauderdale uh to do a training flight in charge of this flight was a senior flight instructor uh of all the pilots they had around 350 to 400 hours of time under their belt and specifically with this aircraft they had 55 hours um, over the the weather over the area they were going to was scattered rain showers and the visibility was like six to eight miles. Uh, around four o'clock, they received their first audio message. It indicated that Flight 19 was lost. Uh, in the message, believed to be from the leader of Flight 19, he was uncertain of his position and the compass was going nuts. It was spinning in circles and not even giving the right, right direction. Um, yeah, he attempted to uh, establish, or they attempted to establish comms uh, on the training uh, exercise team, uh, but it was interfered by static, and they just couldn't get contact. Uh, all contact was lost, and the location of flight was determined. No trace of the planes or pilots were found. Uh, eventually, they um, they sent out search out aircraft, but that was also lost. Uh, a, a lost uh, a patrol plane was launched at 7.30 to search for these torpedoes. After takeoff, the aircraft would never be seen again. A merchant ship, however, has claimed to see a burst of flame, an explosion at the time that this plane was looking for Flight 19, and it believed to have exploded and sank into the deepest part of the ocean. Right, flipping page again. Okay, that is Flight 19. Okay, so... Not five. Five planes. Six planes disappeared. Okay, so this is not the same one that I was talking about the Malaysia flight. Well, no. The, there was... The Malaysia flight is that huge... It, it's the, like, 
huge planes, yeah. like the p- passenger planes. Yeah, yeah. I don't that, know, like that's 600 what I, people but or that's something what like that. That's what I was talking about, the one that got, they found the black box, but... They no, they it. didn't. They didn't find anything on the plane. You're drunk. No, look it up. Look it up as I, as I do some explanations. Okay. So uh, there's many theories. I mean, there's a bunch of different theories. I mean, everyone comes up, you know, everyone thinks differently and... Uh, you could think that a uh, you know a teddy bear took over and and crashed the plane. You know, it, there's so many theories, but some of the most common theories, uh, yeah, multi theories have been claimed uh, to be the source of this vanish. A few of them are the lost city of Atlantis that we talked about just recently, uh, UFO or sea creature, sea beast, uh, user error, just you know in general, uh, or violent weather, violent weather. Like I said, like the USS could have been overweight and it, when the storm came, it sunk it because, you know, it wasn't supposed to be, it was only supposed to be, you know, 8,000 pounds, but it's way over and the starboard engine doesn't even work. Now, um, some have claimed to that the lost city of Atlantis is responsible for these disappearances. It claims to have... They think that the technology that was so advanced from the Lost City of Atlantis is messing with um, either, you know, messing with the tech of the planes or I don't some ships. But I mean, I don't know if ships all have like older ones. I don't know if they have that kind of technology, but somehow it is it is drawing them into the sea and making them crash. Now, there some believe that it's a parallel universe that you can access some sort of time warp or time travel into a different dimension or different time time plane or you know different you know time period anything either forward or back and that's why they just disappear without a trace can you find them now the you know the one that i believe is methane gas large fields of methane on the continental shelves um, yeah, on the continental shelves. Labs have also experimented this theory on a smaller scale. Of course, they can't really do it multi-scale. But <laughs> throw it in the lake. But yeah, they can sink a ship, a small, you know, scaled ship. I don't know what scale, but a smaller ship they can sink, and the wreckage would rapidly disperse. Uh, and it also can be dispersed from the Gulf Stream. Periodic. Methane eruptions may produce regions of frothy water that are no longer capable of buoyancy. Uh, and ships in that area forming around the ship could sink rapidly without warning. So that's why they couldn't descend as distress signal or anything like that. So now my question is, what do you believe? Because that's all they have. Well, I'm, I'm just going to add this because it was I've seen it, but I, I don't believe it. But it said that the planes and all those and the ships and all that it's a a spot where aliens you know take all their tech or whatever their research on us humans and that's their like portal that goes to wherever so you think it's like a parallel universe or there it's a portal to their to their universe universe or whatever. whatever um do i believe in parallel universes yes do i think that that's how you get there no uh, if theoretically it was possible that, you know, aliens were looking at people and, you know, saying, we're going to study them. 
I I do believe that if they found anything that they would want, like you know, tech, ships, any of that, they've got here. We've never got anywhere other than Mars. They're gonna take what they want. Like, I just don't believe that it would be there. Like, I I get the magnetic signals why their compass compasses were you know not working correctly. And then there was a there was a I was listening. I was doing research for this for like two weeks, but I was listening to a podcast where there was a, um, a real life encounter with this. And it was some dude that was in his personal plane. And he said that he flew through a storm, but it was like, it was like a magnetic storm and it was closing in on him and making the plane go crazy and turn yeah. and turbulence and stuff like that. And that could be what planes are running into Maybe we haven't figured out how to figured get it out. To where it won't. Yeah, figured out why it happens, or it happens only so rarely, and they just happen to be I in. I don't think you can get one that could get out of a magnetic. Yeah, but I'm saying like, if they don't know what it is, what is causing, what, what is causing it, it to... and they don't know when it happens or why it happens, yeah. that could be why that there's so many disappearances because it just. Just then it happened, you know, yeah. because of some reason. Well, but and I read somewhere that there's vortexes under the water, not the gas or any of that, but it's vortexes that causes, like, the waves and all this, that ships just get stuck in the vortexes, which would make sense because that would pull the... You don't think it's Cthulhu? He's just grabbing the... Bring him down. That some say that they've seen some big tentacle creature that has swallowed ships. Here's the thing. Like we said before, we only know 5% of the ocean. Maybe. Why don't you just explore the rest? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, so what about that lost ship? Which one? The one where no people were... Fa- the boat was found, but no people were on it. Uh, I can't remember what story it was, but apparently this ship was... It had a crew of... I can't remember. Let's But let's say 30 people. And it proceeded... It was supposed to be like a, a run between let's Miami and Bermuda. And they went into it, but then... Uh, yeah, so no one heard from this ship. And a merchant ship or another USS ship seen it afloat and we're like, okay, well, let's see if they need help. You know, maybe something happened. The engine doesn't run or something like that. So then they boarded the ship and they, there was no crew found. They were just, just gone. Didn't seem like there was, you know, like struggles, like, you know, pirates or whatever came aboard and tried to take over. And if pirates did get on and try to take over, you would think that they would bring the ship somewhere to keep it or to sell it or to stuff like that. It was just nothing was found. Uh, All the stuff was there, like, you know, their personal belongings, rations, um, you know, the captain's stuff, the captain's quarters and stuff like that. That was all there, but no human life was seen. And then it was towed back to. I did see this, but I didn't didn't think anything of it. Uh, In late January 1921, there was a ship called the Flying Dutchman. Very, you know, well-known ship. Uh, well, there were theories that uh, 
that they had lost both their anchors and there was no sign of distress, but uh, it was spotted two days later and the ship was abandoned. Nobody was on there. Uh, is that the ship I'm talking about? I'm pretty sure this is... Th- this is either the one that you're talking about or it's a different one. It's the ghost ship met foul p- play in the U.S. charges. In the West... Uh, that was in the Washington Times. Uh in 1921, a message in the bottle was found by a man in North Carolina coast. Uh, seemed to give the answer to the mystery. Daring captured by oil boat or oil burning boat was what the note read. The State Department was doing an investigation on the Daring. Uh, several other missing ships. So it was captured by a boat that was burning oil. Is it said captured said? by an oil burning boat. So it was suspected that Daring had been captured by pirates. Then the news. Uh, began reporting the possibility of Bolshevik pilot that steals ships and cargo and crews uh, and then somehow whisked them away to Russian ports. Also, I forgot, in the USS Cyclops, the captain of the ship was a German sailor. And during that time, it was like uh, he didn't, he had his name changed because he didn't want to be considered a spy or... Um, you know, yeah, all that, you know, he doesn't want any trouble. So he, he wanted to work and stuff like that. So he changed his name and then that was later found out when they did, you know, foul play and they looked at everyone and see if, you know, this guy took over the ship or whatever. And they found that he was actually a German, but that flying Dutchman also passed the same, uh, triangle trying. Well, it, uh, still within recent memory uh, for most was the disappearance three years earlier, which was the USS Cyclops. Yeah. So that happened, and then the Flying Dutchman happened. Mm-hmm. So uh, it could have been the Cyclops got taken over as well. That's what I was going to lead this into. If there was a... It's a huge ship, though. Where are they going to hide it? You wouldn't have to. Unless they disassemble, disassemble it. Burnt it in the middle, like all the... That wasn't steel. I'm assuming that it all wasn't steel. And if it was... Yeah, but the outside was completely... I mean, it's it's like a U.S. ship. It had like 50 cal yeah, guns if on it's it. A, and... if, if the engine was already fucked, like, it's going to sink. So they deliberately sank it. Yeah. If the, if the pirates took all of what was on the ship, the cargo and everything, and just left the ship to sink... They knew they probably knew where the deepest. Well, that, but that's the thing. If they're taking from ships there, so that could be another. Maybe it's not the Bermuda Triangle. Maybe it's just pirates taking. Because back in the day, they used to how want they gold. Gonna, how, yeah, how are they going to take a plane? Shoot it! <laughs> Shoot it out the sky! I can see them taking ships and stuff like that, but I don't know how they would do planes. But the planes unless, might be... Unless might they be have magnetic... Or so these pirates got really smart, right? They found Atlantis. They went, argh, I know metric tons. They found they found Atlantis, and they have, like, this laser gun. Oh, and it just... Yeah. yeah. And magnetic. Just, no, they got that rock in Fortnite, and they got the... Oh, they just started hitting it with axes, and it pinged it? No, whenever the rock in Fortnite, when you can capture it, and you get that laser gun. I didn't play. What? Yeah, you do. You play? I didn't play at that time. No, it's recent. Then you know the rock that we always go to when it spawns? Oh, the yeah. The big rock? And then you get that laser gun that's OP? Oh, I didn't have a laser gun. I didn't use it. Yes, you did. I gave it to you. I don't think so. Anyway, <laughs> um, so back. So the Cyclops had the similar route to the Daring departure from Brazil. 
uh, a stop in Barbados and then the U.S. coast. It could have been sunk by a German ship as a hostiles in the First World War. Again, there's no evidence to provide that. So, uh, what did Carol A. Deering and the U.S. Cyclops have in common? In addition to the missing people in the past over the uh, mysterious trench uh, called the Bermuda Triangle, missed about the Bermuda Triangle wouldn't start until four years later. But the ghost ship uh, Deering is still under, or is still discussed as one of the most mysteries that they couldn't find. Uh, so most newspapers have just thrown out that it was there, but they, they don't have any logical explanation, so they couldn't, you know, say, oh, hey, it was missing because it sank. Wow. But, yeah, no. So, uh, so you think Atlantis is in Africa? Africa? Yeah. Didn't I, I remember listening to Joe Rogan's podcast or something like that. Someone was talking about that they – you know, they don't believe that it's in the ocean because there's like three specific rings on the front of Atlantis and yeah. it was found in some desert. That's that's the thing. There's three places that I've heard of. It's in the Bermuda Triangle, which wouldn't make any sense because we couldn't access it. But it would make sense because we can't access it. Atlantis wasn't supposed to be accessed by mortal, mortal people. So... Also, there, that makes sense. In the Japanese sea, there's also another triangle uh, that's considered in folklore for the Japanese people, like the death, the uh, the demon sea or death sea or something like that. That some creature will eat your ship if you go too far and stuff like that. I can't remember what exactly it was, but I remember when I was listening to um, information on the Bermuda Triangle. You might be looking it up, but uh, that there was a Japanese sea uh, and then there was another one. Now, my theory is, what if you put another triangle in these triangles and then go to the middle of it? Is the city of Atlantis in the middle of these triangles? What if there is a third one that we didn't know about? There's a third one. It's called the Devil's Sea. Yeah, the Devil's Sea. Yeah. Uh, The Devil's Sea or I'm going to mess this up, but. Mano Umi. Don't know what that... Anyway, also known as the Devil's Triangle, uh, or the Dragon's Triangle, or the Foremost Triangle, or the Pacific Bermuda Triangle. Uh, it's a region in the Pacific south of Tokyo. Uh, it's sometimes considered the paranormal location, though the... Don't know that word. Uh, it's claimed to be questioned. Um, description. So, it's been widely used and described as a dangerous marine location. Um, in 1945, a Mitsubishi A6M0 reportedly went missing. A distressed radio transmission from 0F Wing Commander. Sorry if I mess this up. Shiro Ko- Kawamoto. Sorry. Crossing the triangle uh, near the end of the war created more questions than answers. The last thing his message said was something is happening in the sky. The sky is opening up. Uh, and then on in 1955, which is 10 years after, the Japanese ship Shinyo Maru number 10 uh, lost radio contact near Mikurajima. Oh, uh, well, the Japanese newspaper then began to label the location as Manoumi 
until the ship was found safe on 15th of January. Uh, they showed a map of the sea with several points with other ships that have been lost in recent years, and they said that the ships were lost within the Yokama Coast Guard office, which classified as a special danger area. Uh, this incident was termed the Devil Sea, where nine ships had been lost in perfect weather. Uh... So, in 1974, American paranormal writer Charles Berlitz introduced the Devil's Sea in a book, The Bermuda Triangle, and claimed that the nine modern ships and several hundred crews that were lost without a trace between 1950 and 1954, uh, and in 1955, the Japanese government sent Kiromuri No. 5 to the sea for investigation to explain the lost ships, uh, but the ship vanished as well. After this incident, Japanese authorities have labeled the sea as a danger zone, and in the book, uh, it's called the Dragon's Triangle, and the he continued to theorize that five of the uh, Japanese military vessels disappeared while on maneuvers near Japanese shore. So, if we're taking this as the Bermuda Triangle and then the Japanese Bermuda Triangle, which is the same triangle. And then, and then there's another triangle. So if there's a third... Do you think the Bermuda or that the Atlantis is in the middle? Yeah, what if it's in the middle? Right in the middle. Right in the middle. Between the between them all. We might have to do some geography and I don't do this math. Might be a, this might be a different topic for a different day. I don't do math. Anyway, but back to what the, we were talking about before. There was three and I didn't even know about the devil triangle until you told me that. I told you I did a lot of research. I got that part. Uh so the the three places that they thought Atlantis was was one in the Bermuda Triangle. So now the fourth one that we think is in the middle of the three triangles. There, So there has to be a third. A third Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, I told you there's a third so, Bermuda Triangle. And then in the middle of those... So, But what if there's not just three? There's probably more than that. But Okay, so how are we going to know which one it's in the middle of? You just keep going. Just keep drawing lines. And, and just keep, keep going, going to the, the middle, middle of each of them. Now, if it's like some farmhouse that you, that's in the middle, you're just like, that's the lost city. Okay. So, the the second theory for for Atlantis was the one that was in the desert. Which would and wouldn't make sense because we wouldn't look there and it doesn't have any water. But Atlantis was full of water. Which brings to the topic that I liked. It was in Africa because Africa used to be very luscious with wetlands and stuff like that. There was one of the biggest rivers or lakes or whatever it was that was in Africa. It was the biggest water source of most lakes. But it's not there anymore, which means if it dried up, Atlantis could have been there, but it's not anymore because it's dry. Why did it dry up? It didn't get any love. Well, uh, that's all my information that I have. Do you have any more? Or anything you um, want to talk about? My chair is really squeaky. I would just like to say thank you for watching. Thank you for listening to the Lost Night Podcast. This is BJ signing out. My name is Jay. Well, thank you guys for listening to the Lost Time Podcast. Uh, my name is Jay. Um, we'll be back with... Parallel universes. Oh, great. Uh, ben wants to do that, so he might join in for That's us. fine. All and three of us. Ben is well-versed. The BBJ. Perfect. The BBJ. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, this has been the Lost Time Podcast.
Also, send in your stories, please. Like, come yeah. on. I want to know about what you did when you were three years old. I don't. But I need to know if you... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what if they were three years old and they seen their grandpa that died in 1904? Okay, then, yeah, send it in. So only if you saw that when you were three. Otherwise, don't send it stories when you were three. Well, if you have, if you seen like a nice car, I mean, yeah. Okay, I'll see you guys My later. Ford Focus is nice. No, it's not. 